It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay, starring the shipwrecks. Gamer Foreplay, episode number 33. It's February 19th, 2008, and I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm her husband and co-host Shipwreck, and this is like the fourth time we've done the intro, so yeah, it's, bear with us. It's take 11 or 12 or something. I don't know. I keep forgetting to introduce myself, and you keep mispronouncing game titles. And mm-hmm. Well, uh, hopefully we can do it better this time. Well, the game title this- that you mispronounced is Twisted Metal Head-On. Which is a PSP game that just got released last week for the PlayStation Network. Right. And we talked two weeks ago about the PS2 version of this that had a bunch of extras that had come out. Okay. And this is just the original UMD release that they've put on a downloadable form so you can just take it directly to your memory stick and play it. But it's $15 and chances are you can find it cheaper out there in real live game form. So moving on to Barnyard Blast. Which was a game that you had talked about for the DS that you had really played up as being something cool to to look forward to. And it it didn't come out last week. And you got an email? I got an email today from the developer simply stating that if I was a GDC that we could meet up and do an interview. Which would have been cool had Uh, GDC either been in Cincinnati or you had been wherever GDC is. Yeah, that didn't happen. But we're still going to get a written interview at some point with him. Okay. Uh, Hopefully the game will be out soon. Could do a Skype interview. I could, but they—I'm pretty sure his offices are in Hong Kong. Oh, so that'd be like 4 a.m. Yeah, so I'm not sure how that would work out, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I—I'm guessing his English is okay. I don't know. Like I've only conversed with him over email, so I don't know how a recorded interview would go, anyways. Oh well, a written interview will be just fine. This past week we had a lot of good feedback from. Uh, various CAGs on the forums about last week's show. Uh, Desert Eagle 19 said that Black was one of his favorite games from last gen, and the 360s emulation doesn't cut it. Uh, The title ran really well on the original Xbox, but it's slow on the 360 every time things explode. So, he said stay away. Okay, uh, that was in response, because Black came out for the Xbox Originals last week was one of the games. Right. And I played it on the 360. I put it on uh, the actual disc form, not the downloadable form. Right. And I did notice. I noticed the slowdown. He did too. On the uh, disc form. On the disc form. So it's not just the uh, downloadable versions of these games because I think it's using the same emulation software. So far, all of these games that have come out for Xbox Originals are on the backwards compatible list. Okay, so it's pretty easy so for it, them to. Yeah, it's just them uh, ripping the game to the to the console. But I thought it was still pretty playable, but I was never blown away by Black, so maybe that's the reason, was because I only played it in this form. Uh, it just it just feels a little dated to me, and maybe that was because I was experiencing all that slowdown. Thorbon had asked if I ever played Hotel Dusk, which she was one of several people that recommended that I play Hotel Dusk. So that it got officially got added to my list of stuff to play. Um, we have it. Yeah, we do have it. I haven't played it yet either. Yeah, I... I haven't, but it, I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, Terp Kristen saw an article on uh, The Consumerist, the online magazine, about um, some poor souls. Uh, oh, this is the DRM issue. Right, their struggles with the DRM. And, and it was pretty much the identical situation that I, you had been going I replied going several through. times to that thread. And fortunately for him, because of that article, he now has his uh, licensing Woes the next fixed. day, he got all of his licenses fixed. Um, so you didn't make enough of a public online fuss. It could have been me. It could have been you. It could have been me. Cheapy was a little upset it wasn't you. Yeah, I should have written something up earlier. <laughs> but uh, as far as the struggles go on our end, I really haven't pushed anymore this this past week or the week before. No. Um, you need to take some time and call them we'll up. Well, see, and... the, we don't have internet where that 360 is hooked up. It's hooked right. upstairs, right. so I have to bring that downstairs and hook up to the internet in front of our TV down here. And sometimes I just feel like coming home and playing a game or relaxing and not Instead dealing with that. So arguing it, about 
Sometime Whether or not week, I should play Puzzle Quest. Yeah, sometime know. this week I'm going to give them a call and hopefully uh, we'll get I've it made settled. peace. Puzzle Quest is dead to me now. <laughs> I'm moving on. We'll get to what my new game of choice is in a, in a short while. But, okay. Uh, we also had some really good feedback from, is it Bobo Malone or Bobo Malone? I'm going to go with Bobo Malone. Bobo Malone, who... Um, he was really upset that we uh, had... Kind of negative things to say about Cold no, Set. No, I would not say he was upset. This is all very constructive. Okay. He made a list of reasons why you should buy the actual new game for the, for the 360 versus playing the PS2 version. Because our experience with Cold Set wasn't huge. And so he had some mm-hmm. things to point out that we maybe didn't know or didn't touch on. Number one was that the 360 version has more cards, which... We hadn't played it enough to notice more cards or less okay. cards. Or, well, I, yeah, um, I think I knew it had more cards, but and less cheap cards. Which again, unless you're a really big fan and you played it a bunch to know how many cheap cards there were, I, I didn't notice this feature. But apparently, that's out there. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with whatever cards I'm I'm given. Like, if it's just me playing against you, those are the ones that I just get rid of first. Um, <laughs> Improved AI, which, again, we always played against each other, so we did not experience any of the AI um, in, in the game. So, But apparently the 360 version has better AI, which you would expect. Achievements, those are there, and we didn't touch on them. And we are definitely both achievement whores, so that is the no, reason I, why I, I had read, buy it. I had read in the – there's a forum on this game, or a thread in this – there's a thread about this game in on, the forums. On cheap-ass. Yeah, okay. and – Somebody had mentioned that the achievements were, some of them were ridiculously hard to get. Okay. So there is that. So keep that in mind. Um, online play, again, you wouldn't, I mean, we didn't really play online because we play each other. I don't know how much it. I would play this game online, really. Like, but some people might. Some people I mean, might. If you really enjoy this game, I mean, it, so that's the difference. You obviously don't have online it's play. It's just the with, games would take so long online. With the PS2. Um saving the game state between matches? I think he's talking about there where you can save maybe mid-match. Okay, yeah. And we never really tried to do that. We haven't run into that yet. And then a sequel. That if you buy it, there might be a sequel. Which, you know, plenty of people, it seems to me, have bought this game. He was He did rant about um, being tired of people saying that it should be an arcade game. It should. It, I guess it's about the same quality as Puzzle Quest, and that was a game that they made on a pretty low budget that is a great game, and they were able to release it for that. Yeah, it's, it's not that I don't disagree with many of his points, actually. I can see where he's coming from, but as a casual person who likes this game, like right. I'm not hardcore into this type of game. Right. I'm not going to be sitting there building my best deck. They would have made a lot more myself. money by charging $10 yeah, as a download. Yeah, if you put this out as even $20 as a download, right. a lot more people are going to get into this game. Uh, he did point out that the cutscenes are voice acted, which they still weren't spectacular. So, anyway. No. Um, but there is possibly a DS game in the works, which I agree with him. I would be interested in a DS game. Well, and it is a good game. So that's the bottom line. It's but a I just game. don't have forty dollars to go out. Just not forty dollars that you and I are willing to spend. Yeah, I don't have forty dollars to go out and support every game that I kind of like. But that was a good post for people that maybe were deciding between the PS2 and the 360. I mean, it's like trying to decide between buying the arcade version and the Elite. You know, yeah. there are people out there that are gonna need an arcade version. We are not those people. <laughs> there are people out there that are gonna want the PS2 version of this game. That's us. I'm not putting down the people that need the 360 version. So moving on to what we have been playing, um, which is not so much Cold Sept because we've been playing a lot of other things. We mm-hmm. played Rock Band. We played that for about three hours last night, probably. Yes, we did, and I got very, very angry. You really like Inner Sandman. Oh my gosh, I can't play that song on medium. I mean, I can play all the rest of the songs on medium, let alone hard, which is what we got stuck with playing it on, and it really made me angry. No, we, we were playing on medium on that song. Oh, that makes it even worse. You had to save me. <laughs> I, I had a to save you twice. And it was getting red there at the end. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, you're not a big Metallica fan. Ugh. It's not even Metallica. It's that song was just hard. Um, the new songs for this week's are "Sex Type Thing" by the Stone Temple Pilots. That's a good song. All of these are excellent songs. "Why Do You Love Me," "Garbage," and "El Scorcho," "Weezer." I love all three of those bands. So we'll be buying all three. 
Definitely. I you hope need... they put them in a pack. I don't think they are, though. You need more points because we we'll have two songs points. from last we'll, week to buy. We'll do all right. Okay. Um, Pixel Junk Monsters we beat. Even though there was a little scare mid-play where the cabinet got closed and none of us noticed, and all of a sudden the PS3 exploded. <laughs> the PS3 Not really. shut it off. It shut down. And shut it, it's a really clue, quick. All of a sudden there's this message that pops up that says, oh my god, it's going to die, and then it goes off. Right. So it Mid went game. off right as we, we, were, we were beating the last level. <laughs> And so we had no idea whether it saved or not, and we turned it back on, and everything was fine. It was fine and happy. And but and then we learned today that so all those people that said I would never have that cabinet for our consoles because of that reason, they can all PM us. Told you so. Yeah. Well, we generally have the cabinet open when we're playing, but right. that was a little bit of an oversight. We did learn today too that there's going to be some expansion packs coming out for it, which is good because I like that game. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, Although we've talked quite a bit about it in the past, but is it spoiling it to say what you get when you beat that last level? Uh, let's just say you get something. A new you, tower. When you get ten ten rainbows, right. you get a new type of tower that we were not especially thrilled with. It didn't no, really help it sucks. us. But anyway, um, okay, moving on. You've been playing Mass Effect. A lot of Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm about 10 hours into that now, and I finally left the Citadel. I'm Ooh. on the first mission, Yay. basically. Uh, it's going to take so you a long time to play that game. I'm into the tank mission. Uh, I just actually got through the, the first tank level, and a lot of people had issues with the tank. I don't have that big of issues with the tank. Um, it controls a little bit goofy. It kind of takes you out of the, the game a little bit, but I can see that mixing it up is a good thing for the game. So it's not the strongest part, part of the game. But you I wanted like, to shoot stuff. Yeah, I like I like that it's there, I think. Okay. You can jump. Jumping things are neat. With the tank? Yeah. You're jumping things Yeah, in some a tank? moon patrol action. Oh yeah, it's okay, that makes sense. It's set in the future. Alright. I was for some reason I had a picture of like, you know, on Call of Duty, Call of Duty tank <laughs> jumping stuff. I'm like, how does that physics engine work? Okay. <laughs> um moving on to what I have been playing for hours on end, and that is Sid Meyer's Pirates. And I'm doing pretty darn well. I'm halfway through saving my family. I And I am the number two ranked pirate. Congratulations. And that's only because I can't find Henry Morgan. He's Otherwise around. I'd be number one. He's around. But I'm surprised you're still playing it. Yeah. You just it's kind of addictive. You just started playing it last week because it was an Xbox original download. Right. And uh, so I started playing it. To preview it. Right. And you've kept at it. you played it a, a ton. I've seen you dancing with a lot of girls. You've been, oh, yeah. Uh, but now the dancing part doesn't tell me what button to press, and that's not going so well. So mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to get the French chick with the big boobs to like me. Are you going to get any of the girls with the big boobs yeah, to like Yeah, the plain you? one, I think. Or No, oh, not, wait, no wait. not with big boobs. No. Oh, okay. No. Because that's basically how you win this game, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you have to save your family. It's fun. I like it. It's addicting. You you played I mean, it for a I long time. I seriously would still be playing Oregon Trail if the, we had an Apple IIe. I mean, I love those games like that. I'll play it until I get sick of it, and then it'll go away. Well, you should beat it now. You're over halfway through. Yeah, but I'm getting kind of old as a pirate, so I got to hurry up and Oh, that's that right. It's got the whole aging thing. Right. where uh... My health is not so good anymore. Yeah, and so you might have to retire that pirate and start afresh with a new one. But All the way back at the beginning. No, I can't do that. No. No, then I would have no money. All right. Moving on to Guardian Heroes. This is the game we played together on the Saturn. We talked about Ugh. it last week. You it's a, a good game. You weren't a fan. It is not, it's not my type of game. If I cannot tell which who I am on the screen and which way I am pointing, and for some reason I pick the girl character who falls when she's just walking. She'll be like, walking, 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 trip, bam, fall. I think that's one of her moves. <laughs> but it's slow, and she's falling. I don't understand. It, I, not my favorite game. But well, you can play it by yourself, and you'll have fun. I, I will. Uh, the game style, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it's, a, it's kind of a side-scrolling brawler. Right, and there are too many buttons on the Sega controller that I don't remember what they do. It's a little throwing to go from a current gen controller to back to the back to those the old six button yeah D pad controller. Yeah, I kept going for the triggers. Well, it's got it's got shoulder buttons. Yeah, but not the triggers. Not triggers. No, though. but it's a side scrolling brawler that also incorporates some RPG elements, and you can cast magic. It's like a really hectic. Uh, Golden Axe. Yeah, it is really hectic. 
And it's done by Treasure. So if you play Gunstar Heroes, it's sort of in that same vein a little bit. A lot more hand-to-hand combat. So you have a bunch of combos. Like it's a fighting game almost built yeah, into it. Yeah, which I don't... And I think there actually is a versus mode because we were unlocking characters like the bosses we had beaten. Yes, we were unlocking characters. It's your type of game. Oh, yeah. I, I loved it. Absolutely not. my The one-on-one fighting games are, you know, a few on a few. Aside from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game where you were playing. Oh, right. It's that same type of game as that. Not so much. Not Teenage so Mutant Ninja Turtle has only had two buttons and two exactly. moves, Exactly. I could do those. Okay. I could do those moves. And I got to the point where I died so many times it wouldn't let me restart, which always bothers me. Right. We we both uh, we died about the same place, though. Yeah, but still. Um, so anyway, uh, Professor Layton, which I have not played yet, but you have been playing a lot and said that the puzzles are hard. It's like gifted class back in middle school. That is exactly what this, and I was never in gifted class. But I was, and that's how I got the puzzles that right. you were telling me about. <laughs> I've got it down now. I, I understand its way of thinking. You, um, you weren't experienced with the word puzzles that have useless information. In no, them. no, I knew those were kind of word puzzles. So there's a lot of pu- it seems like they're math word puzzles, and there are some math word puzzles in this right. game. But it's mostly puzzles like the one in uh, Die Hard, the one in Die Hard with oh, the oh the gallon buckets. Oh, Die Hard three, okay. The so one, the one with, with the three gallon bucket and the five gallon bucket. And we're back to Samuel the... Jackson logic. You realize that? <laughs> yes, it's like the third show in a row that we've. Gone to Sam- yes, Samuel L. Jackson logic. We'll see how many shows we can get a Samuel L. Jackson reference in. Somehow it all comes back to Samuel right. L. Jackson. But yeah, so there's some of those where you have to like, there's so many animals on one side of the river, and you have to like, there's wolves and chickens, and you can't leave more wolves on one side than chickens. Right, because otherwise they'll eat them. Right, so you have to like get them across the river by keep on swapping back and forth, uh, which I'm fine with those type of puzzles. It was the word puzzles. Where I couldn't really understand like what it was asking, like it was just worded weird, so I couldn't tell whether the I was solving. The one that you it. showed me was not worded weird; it was just very straightforward, and you were reading too much into it. Okay, that that might have been what it was because I was reading it as, yeah, I see that point, but maybe this is just like asking for this, and I was trying yeah. to go in the opposite direction. It's really kind of funny because all the puzzles they don't really relate to anything in the game. It's no. just like this town. Where you, you wander around, you and wander ask around, people. and you like click on somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the the cat ran that way." But uh, hey, I got a puzzle for you. <laughs> and then you you sit there and you do your puzzle. Is it a good game? I mean, would oh, it's you... a great game. Okay. Yeah. It's so a lot of fun. even though it's puzzles, I mean, it's like a brain training game in disguise. That's exactly what it is. Which it's, is good. It's yeah. a new level of brain training games, which is much better than. And the dialogue's cute. It's uh, it's clever. It's got. Some like little humor references in there. It even uh, it's self referential in parts too, where it knows it's a video game, that type of thing. Uh, the animation's good. Yeah, it, I like the animation style. So you actually gonna play it some this week? Yeah, I am. All right, sounds you've, good. You've taken it to work all last week. I couldn't have played it even I if I and wanted. And there are to. multiple save files, which is a good thing. Right. A lot of DS games uh, only have one save file, which means we can like only play them one at a time. Yeah. So this one does have multiple save files if. There are multiple people uh, that want to play this game on your DS. So moving on to the contest for this week. We have a contest, and it is provided by Dark Shoto. Yes, that's correct. Shoto, Dark Shoto, um, who is generously providing us with two PSP games, uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories and Tomb Raider Legends, and a 256 meg memory stick, Pro Duo, which is a very generous prize. And these are all gently used. Okay. So they're not new copies, but uh, Still. they're all in good shape. Um, what should we do for a contest? Well, I had given you several suggestions, one of which was as lame as, what's your favorite PSP game? And yeah, that's not good. No, that one's not good. And another one was, what franchise would you like to see come to the PSP that hasn't yet? Which is fine. And then another one was, if you could name your cat anything off of a video game, what would it be and why? Or dog. And mostly because we always have new labs coming in to the hospital because we do work with Lab Rescue, and they're always begging for names. And I'm getting sick of coming up with names that they've never used before. 
Oh, okay. So I can work in some video game names. Now, recently we've switched to baseball players because those dogs tend to go pretty fast. Well, that makes sense. You just Everyone, after yeah, a bunch of right. Reds players, I still, right? Peyton Manning still comes back in on a, day, on a you know monthly basis as one of my patients, which is okay. kind of fun. But you can see how those dogs would get adopted. So I need some good pet names. So let's try that. So pet names that are based on video games. Sure. All right. Uh, we will put a thread out there in the foreplay and catcast forums and put your entry there sounds good and thanks again dark shoto for the prizes on to the core part of our show which is the new releases that sounds good there's a lot of mediocrity coming out this week there is and we're going to move efficiently through it all right so starting it off for multi-platform we have the club for the 360 the pc and the ps3 and this is probably the the biggest release that we have this week. Uh, one of them. One of the bigger ones. This is a third-person shooter by Bizarre Creations, the guys who did uh, Geometry Wars and Project Gotham Racing. Okay. Uh, it's set up a little bit different. There's a demo out there on Xbox Live, and I think there's a demo on the PlayStation 3 as well. I played right. the uh, 360 version of it. And, and you watched me play it. Yeah. I mean, so the, Oh, you actually played it with me some. Right. The backstory is that you're... Well, I didn't play it. Oh, did I? Yeah, you played yeah. some multiplayer with me. Um, the backstory is that the club is this arena where you're going through and shooting people, and you string Plots together. A thin. Right, right. It's <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's there. I for guess it's kind of like reason. Fight Club, you know, with premise. guns. With guns. Okay. So you go through and you shoot people that you see, and you want to try and link together your kills, and you get bonus points for headshots, and, and based on the difficulty moves. of people that you're killing, yeah, like how showy your kill is, and um, You can there shoot, like, little also, signs, like right. little plaques that make your multiplier go up or have different effects. So, but there's a couple different modes. Like, one of them, that we played the multiplayer where we were just going through trying to kill each other, which eh, didn't so, go so, so well. Um, yeah, it was kind of boring. Uh, with a multiplayer online, though, I could see that one being fun if you had a ton of people. Mm, maybe it, it's so tough. With if you're not top tier online, not many people are going to be wanting to play the second tier of games. Like everybody online is it's playing Call of Duty Four Call of Duty. and Halo Three. Yeah, the top tier. Like after the first week or so, I don't think anybody's going to be playing the club online. Well, but the non-multiplayer modes were probably better, and one of them was like timed, where you have so much time to get to the end of the level. Um, and you, you have, have to, to get a score, score above a, exactly. There was one where you just had to meet a certain score. Um, the one I liked was the circuit one, where, where you're going around in circles. You're going around. It's you're making laps around this level, and as you're going around, new guys are coming out, and you're trying to score high points but still meet, beat the time limit. And I don't know. It, it's very art. It's very arcade oriented, which is I don't know. It feels kind of dated nowadays. Like you don't see many games that are. Just straight up score a lot of points, get to the end of the level as fast as you can. No, but I think that there's enough. I mean, when you start the game, you have these different, how many different locations? Eight? I think there's eight total locations. And so you open up a location, and then within that location, you've got all of these different types, modes of gameplay. And There's like five or six different modes, I think, in, in each level. And then each one of those you can play on four different levels right four different difficulties right but the different i mean some of it because you have these different goals to meet it kind of reminded me of like meeting the different goals within a tony hawk level like you get you know one of your goals is always to collect skate one of your goals is to you know find all the gaps that kind of thing um and so you get really familiar with these same levels i don't know i think it's different it's not just a i actually kind of like it it's it was fun for me to demo the only problem I have with it, which is why I don't think it's going to do well at all, um, is that it's $60 for the console versions. I think a lot of people are just not going to receive this game well to be, begin with, just because it's so different than what we're seeing nowadays with shooters. Yeah. I mean, every shooter we see, it's a set formula. It's You got your story mode, and then you have your online play. It's the same exact formula that people are expecting this. Right. So there, I don't know how many people are looking to go to this type of just run and gun and try to get as many points as you can. Yeah, I want to play through it's it. It's fun and it's different. It, like I said before, I even though I like it, I can't spend $60 on this game. I think they should have brought it out at $40. I think that would have been the better move on but their part. But I think part. it's better than a $40 game. 
quality-wise, it's better than a $40 game. And you mm-hmm. can't bring out a game at $40 just because you don't think people will pay 60 All right. Well, I'll get it when it gets cheaper. I know that. Right. As far as deals go, it looks like uh, EB and GameStop are offering a free T-shirt and a $10 off coupon for a future purchase of Condemned 2. It's coming out here uh, shortly. Okay. And uh, Family Video will save you just a couple bucks on either version. It's of only the 50 at Amazon. No, that's for the PC version. Oh. The PC version is only 50 Oh. Uh, next game up, Dungeon Explorer Warrior of Ancient Arts. We talked about this one last week. It may or may not have come out for the DS. It's coming out for the PSP, I believe, next week. Uh, that was the Gauntlet-style game. Okay. Uh, Dynasty Warrior 6. Uh, this one's mine. Uh, I don't know what else I can say about a Dynasty Warriors game at this point. This is uh, probably the fourth or fifth Dynasty Warriors type game or spinoff on the new consoles already. Mm-hmm. And this is the first one that the graphics really looked a lot better to me. So they might have updated their engine or something. It looked like there was also some more uh, levels on the playing field where mm-hmm. you were, I don't know, you were able to use different heights to your advantage. Okay. Um, whereas before, it was kind of a flat playing field no matter what. You had some hills and stuff. But it's still Dynasty Warriors. You're still picking your one person. Uh, you're going through these big crowds of guys that are lining up to get beaten up and just waiting there to, for you to have your turn with them. So are there any deals for Dynasty Warriors? It does not look like it. It looks like it's $60 for both systems, the 360 and the PS3. So on to FIFA Street 3, which we played the preview or the demo of on the 360, and it was kind of boring. Yeah, not exactly the most exciting of extreme sports games here. Uh, It plays a lot like uh, NFL Tour in that it's just overall boring to play. Well, the extreme thing seemed to be that they were all built bigger than they are normally, and they all looked a little more edgier. Yeah, but I'm they not kind sure of got what like else made it extreme. Caricature uh, proportions to them, um, but you control all the tricks basically with two buttons. You have the the right analog stick that does all your dribbling moves, and then you have the Y button that does kind of your juggling moves. So you can combine those and you build them up and you build up your game breakers, and you can do you can unleash your game breakers and do these really hard shots. But it's just not very exciting. Well, I didn't get to the point where I was doing any hard shots. <laughs> so maybe they should just play the demo And if you love the demo I, Then you should buy the game and I don't see how anybody's going to be loving this demo You this, got bored like we did then I would suggest buying uh, Mario Strikers Or Sega Soccer Slam If you're really wanting an arcade style soccer game Because this isn't it This is like FIFA for people I don't even know who this is for Like People who love soccer Are not going to like this game People who love arcade games Are not going to like this game it's just beyond me, unless you're it's related to one of the like characters in this. Perfect. Perfect. And EA knows it's bad, too, because they're releasing it as as their budget price of $50 for Which is the 360 and the PS3. And it's also for the DS. There don't really seem to be any deals for it, though. Okay, well, I get to talk about the next game, and, and this is a good game that's coming out. And that is Pinball Hall of Fame, the Williams Collection, which is coming out for the PS2, the PSP, and the Wii. And what it is, is it's eight really memorable pinball tables. It doesn't have Funhouse on that. It does. It has Funhouse? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's Funhouse. The four, the only four come open, and you open up the other ones. And the four that come open are Pinbot, Whirlwind, Funhouse, and Black Knight. And even if those are not the four that it comes with open, those are the four that um, were available for preview play. So those four I know are on there. I don't know what the other four are. Do you know what Funhouse is? Yes, I know what Funhouse is. This is like the best pinball game ever. But the clown's face wasn't wasn't on there when they previewed it. So it wasn't completely done. It wasn't a clown. It was like the the ringleader. Yeah. The guy's face that's on there. I remember the table. Oh, okay. I know what it is. This is great. Never, got, this has never been on a... Uh, I started the preview by saying it was a really good game. Well, I didn't, you didn't believe you me. Just saying that to be nice. No. It, okay, so it's single player, and then there's a challenge mode, and then there's multiplayer. And the the weirdest thing is that when you play on the Wii, you hold the Wiimote in one hand and the nunchuck in the other hand, and you move the paddles by hitting buttons on those two things. Okay, I can kind of see that. Which... It kind of mimics 
Standing at a table. Right. But the thing that it doesn't do is um, the pinball game available. Oh, you can for, shake then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I Oh. That wasn't available at at the preview. I don't know why I'm getting so excited E3. about this pinball game. At E3, you couldn't shake. And the other thing that it didn't do is where you use the Wiimote and then you like pull it back and then you move it forward. It, it didn't doesn't... do that. You used the uh, nunchuck. Oh, uh, to the the nub analog. Thing. The nub, yeah. You, yeah. you would pull it back and then it would go right. forward. Okay. Right, which is a little bit different than what people who had previewed it at E3 were saying. I always remember starting the ball. Sure, you could pull it back, but I remember just jamming my hand into the knob, and it would shoot the ball out really well. Well, I don't know where you'll be jamming your hand <laughs> for this game, but anyway, that's what I got. But it it actually looks good, and there are um, built-in achievements, quote achievements, that if you like do things on certain tables that were like really well known, like you know little hit certain spots, yeah, yeah um, you get little bonuses but it's supposed to be a solid pinball game well, with actual good tables i see it has pinbot too i said that we're, i was just you're just so focused that you said i don't care it has funhouse and while you were saying that i was saying it had pinbot and it's the eight most well-known tables well which version do we get which version we PS P two or psp i don't know i, I don't know hmm. not the ps2 version Okay, that, that's what I was kind of thinking too. I would get the Wii version then. Right. Or if you think you'll play it. I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm just not as excited about this as you are. So if you think that you'd play the PSP version more because it's portable, then you should get the PSP version. That's a tough call. And because the PSP version is $10 cheaper than the Wii version. Right. Um, so oh. the, the Wii version is $30, the PSP version is $20, and the PS2 version is $15. Right, it's affordable, which is good. Yes, and Deep Discount has the PS2 version for $14 ship. That's about the only de- deal out there. So, see, we have good games. That's a good game. Next up, we have for the DS, Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney. What happened to Phoenix Wright? Uh, he uh, he got disbarred, apparently. From the backstory, this is seven years after the last Phoenix Wright game. He got disbarred for uh, presenting false evidence. I don't know. I... I I don't know if that was in the last Phoenix Wright game. I'm about halfway through the, the second Phoenix Wright game. These come at a little bit too quick of a frequency for me to keep up. Yeah. Because I skip around to too many games. And right. it takes a while to get through these games, at least right. for me. Um, so this is a new attorney. Okay. Uh, similar, Apollo Justice. Apollo Justice, yes. That's his name. Great name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good name if you're going to be a lawyer. He seems almost identical to phoenix right i'm sure he has some nuances to his character that are different yeah. but he's a young attorney that's just starting out he's got an assistant who's actually phoenix Wright's uh adopted daughter he realizes this is shaping up to be a soap opera it well phoenix Wright has always kind of been that way i know okay but i mean like you know on the soap operas when somebody goes away there's always someone that's fairly identical to come back and take their right well phoenix Wright is still in this game too okay he's just not a playable character as as far as i know he's not playable but he is somebody you go and talk to during the game the main thing about this game is that it's the first ace attorney game that was developed specifically for the ds so the other ones were all ports from uh game boy advance okay except for the last case in phoenix Wright one that okay. one was made specifically for the DS. So you had a lot of things where you were using the stylus or the microphone, like you were blowing off dust or you were rotating things around with the stylus. All that stuff is in this game. That's all stuff that sounds really fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a good game. Uh, he also has a new ability, a couple of new abilities. He has this bracelet that can, uh, you can, it's called perceive mode. Okay. When you're talking to somebody, uh, not in the courtroom, but out when you're gathering evidence. Right. You can look more closely at them and see if you can find their tell for when they're nervous about something. So you okay. can press them. Uh, okay. He's got this new saying where he says, gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, how does like, that fit in with this bracelet? That's what allows him to do it, is this bracelet. Oh. Yes. <laughs> it makes okay. perfect sense in the Phoenix Wright okay, universe. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a new uh, method where you can recreate crime scenes. Oh, that's so, kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a reenactment type of thing. So huh. uh, it seems like it's going to be a great game. It got good reviews when it came out in Japan. Oh, this game's going to sell. Well, hopefully it sells People really well. really like the Phoenix Wright. Yep, it's $30, and uh, 
not really any deals for it. Okay, so the other one of the other well-known games that's coming out uh, for the Wii is Dragon Quest Swords, The Masked Queen and Tower of Mirrors. I remember seeing a lot about this when the Wii was first coming out. So the problem is, like, we... Okay, so we had the... Uh, Link's crossbow training, which was pretty much just an open world where you ran around and shot. Yeah, you shot the, the enemies from, right, from, from Link. Right. So it's kind of in the same in the same fan service type game as as Link's crossbow training, in that it's Dragon Quest Swords, and you pretty much just go through and you hack and slash bad guys from the Dragon Quest universe. Okay, by making sword motions with the by making Wiimote? sword motions with the Wiimote. Um, it's now. There's one thing that's glaringly different about this from the Link crossbow training. Yeah, that would be that fifty dollar price point on this. Right. Um, problem number one: fifty dollar price point. Okay. Problem number two: there are a couple RPG elements thrown in, like you can forge different swords, and there you get a party system. But it's an automated party system, so it's pretty much all taken care of for you. It's pretty much RPG light. But I get to. Really light. And now you just hack them. It's kind of difficult in that who is this game for? If you're a hardcore Dragon Quest fan and you don't care what the game's like and you just want it because it's Dragon Quest, perfect. If you're really young and you're looking for something to, you know, potentially throw at your TV kind of problems with the hack and slash motion, perfect. Other than that... It is really teen, though, because I know that there are some characters and such and some alcoholic themes and stuff like that in Dragon Quest. Everyone who has previewed this game has said it's going to go for a much younger audience than the typical Dragon Quest games. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. Um, It's simple, and it's not really an in-depth sort of I want to try it, but I don't think I'll like it, but I want to try it just because I like the characters. I didn't like Link's crossbow training, but... Eh, That's okay. Eh. Uh, There don't seem to be any deals for it, so moving on to the next game, it is MX versus. ATV Untamed. Do we have to talk about this game? We've talked about it in the past. Um, it doesn't even do the Wii justice for next-gen gameplay. Uh, the graphics aren't very good. The game is just boring. Um, stick with Excite Truck, Nitro Bike, anything you, any other kind of off-road racer. This one is not what you want. Uh, it and it is, doesn't have any deals, which is also no, not what $50. you want. $50. Moving on. Pimp My Ride. All right, this is another one we covered a long time ago. Uh, well, not on the podcast, I don't think. This was back in written form. I think this was like the second or third uh, CAG 4 play. Uh, yeah, it's Pimp My Ride for the Wii. Uh, this is a game that, that scored mid-3 uh, out of 10 range on Sweet. Metacritic. On Sweet, the, but surely they've... Yeah, on the PS2. They've and, made the uh, Wii version spectacular. 360. Yeah, uh, it's got to be pretty awful still. But... Okay, so here's my question. Can okay. you hold the Wiimote mm-hmm. in your right hand Okay. and simulate the leaning back driving? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, this would be better if it were a video podcast. Because if you can simulate the, I'm driving, but I'm driving laid really back. cool, laid back yes. kind of motion, well, then that's worth the Wii controls. Uh, to tell you the truth, I did not even bother to look up what the Wii controls were <laughs> in this game. Okay. Well, we'll let our, our audience take care of that. Yeah, I don't think anybody bothered to look up what the Wii controls were <laughs> on this game on the internets. So, uh... The worldwide internets? Yeah, and, uh... I don't know, you fix up the cars and stuff. I guess you drive them in this game. Okay. It just looks atrocious. Moving on. Uh, the PS3... Wow, this game finally came out. I mean, I remember a long, long time ago writing History Channel Battle for the Pacific. Um, it's a historic mm-hmm. first-person shooter where you repeat the battles of the Pacific. Um, that, that's some good investigative reporting there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it's coming out for the $40 on the PS3, which... It's not very good. Go no. to Metacritic, look at the reviews. There are better shooters out there than this, certainly. Call of Duty. Um, both of those last two titles are brought to us by Activision Value. Games you should not buy by Activision Value. Well, now you have just burnt that bridge now, haven't you? I mean, they're never going to send us any preview copies. And If I don't get sent any copies of History Channel Battle for anything, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. Well, you never know. Although Maybe I would like to try to my ride for the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, see, there you go. You burnt that bridge. Uh, coming out for the PS2. Oh dear, Biathlon 2008 for 14.99. Uh, yeah, as most of you would know, uh, the World Champions of Biathlon uh, 2008 just got finished up uh, this past weekend. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go through some of the results here. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's biathlon. You ski cross country skiing. It's not. Every once in a while, you get to kind of coast down some hills, but usually okay. you're just waddling around. Have you ever okay. seen people do this? Yes. It's okay. A, it's hor- It's one of those Olympic games that they put on at 2 a.m. I, I just imagine this being an invention of somebody who wasn't the very best at skiing. And was and not. And was not the very best at shooting. But, but could they do were, both They were better than decently. the person that was better than them at skiing. Like, that person could beat him at skiing, but they couldn't beat him at shooting. And the person that could beat him at shooting couldn't, couldn't beat, beat him, him at, at skiing. skiing. So like, ah, let's throw these two events together and I'll be a biathlete. No, no. Seriously. You're insulting people. From no. Germany and Norway and uh, all kinds of Icelandic countries. You can't insult athletes. Oh, I, I'm not. It's an I'm, Olympic sport. It is an Olympic sport. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm all right with the Olympic sport. Uh, I'm not in video game form. That's the bottom line. It should there should not be a video game. All those people so out funny. there that are hardcore biathletes are not going to want to play this on I, video I, game. I researched this pretty well though, and I watched some videos of it. It's so funny to watch some them. videos of the video game. Yeah, of the video game. It's so waddling. Funny. They waddle. People waddling, waddle. okay. and then they lay down and take their little shots. And you know, for fifteen dollars to have those two separate engines, but this was on... because you know the skiing engine doesn't exactly. But Make hold itself, on. Yes. There was there's there was an, an NES game. A biathlon game for the NES. No, it was a decathlon game where you swam. Oh, and, decathlete! And yeah. you and you shot. There's been a bunch of those. But it was on the NES, and you, it was the track and field game yeah, that you used. There was a biathlon. It's like world class track meter or one of those. The track and field game that came with the with the mat where yeah. you ran. Everyone liked to run, hurdle, run, jump, right. that kind of thing. Right. There was a one of the events was biathlon. Okay. I'm thinking there was a, an event in that game where you oh, had to sure. shoot. Well, they wouldn't put the 2008 speed. after it if there weren't and multiple biathlon speed. games. Okay, moving on. <laughs> PSP Need for Speed Pro Street. And another one that came out a long time ago for a different system. Uh, there are some differences in this version. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the Pro Street uh, moniker, this is the one where they went away from the open world uh, illegal street racing where the cops were chasing you and you had to get away from the cops and the roadblocks. Because they wouldn't want to all the fun encourage stuff. that. Yeah. Right. So they decided to go back to legal street racing where you're racing on a track, just like point-to-point type stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm sure there's some circuit races too, but it's all closed off track stuff. And for the PSP version, it suffers from a lot of smearing or blurring on the screen where the PSP can't keep up with the speeds. Like the refresh rate isn't good enough. So it just looks awful when it gets going really fast. Okay. And you don't have as much many options when you're updating your car or upgrading your car. It sounds um, great. <laughs> $40. Yeah, $40 seems like a lot for this title. It does have... Some good features where... Are, are the good features enough to make us buy it for $40? No. No. <laughs> Do you need to talk about them then? <laughs> no. I, no, I'm good. Okay. Because um, we got these PC games on here. All right. Are there any deals for that on the PSP? No, there are not. No. Um, on to the PC games real quick. Arma Gold, which is Arma Armed Assault, along with Arma Queen's Bit Gambit, which are Arma 1 and Arma 2, essentially. Um, no, no, not Arma 2, because that's coming out later. Right. Oh, that's right. Um, Arma 2 is coming out for the PC, the 360, and the PS3 sometime in 2008, and it has better graphics than those other two games. So save your $50, because that's how much you'll pay for Arma Gold. And Now, that's a first-person shooter, a realistic first-person shooter. Right. It's, it's like kind the... of like a combat training, yeah. modern warfare. It's, it's supposed to be very realistic. Yeah, it's the type of game, uh, if you're into... Uh... Operation Flashpoint or Delta Force, those series, where they're not quite so friendly to play, I guess. Right. They're, like, very rigid. Right. And that's the type of game this is. But I will say the 360 and the PS3, the, the Arma 2 is coming out this later this year. Like you said, the graphics look pretty the graphics, good graphics, on yeah. So save your $50 for later this year. Later this year. Uh, the Guild Universe? Uh, this is another compilation uh, of... Uh, 
the Guild 2, Europa 1400 the Guild, and two other expansion packs for those games. Okay. From what I gather, they are real-time strategy type of uh, role-playing games okay. set in the Middle Ages. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to ma- micromanage. Well, yeah, in the Middle Ages, it was uh, all about micromanaging. Yeah, so not my thing, uh, but they it is only $30. The original game came out in 2006, and there was an expansion that came out late last year, so I think that's included in this as well. So for 30 bucks, it might be right up somebody's alley out there listening. Um, moving on to Mortimer Beckett and the Secrets of Spooky Manor, which is a um, I Spy game where the Spooky Manor has like 30 different rooms and you go through and you pick out items that are pieces to this machine that mm-hmm. you're not quite sure what the machine does yet. And other items you'll pick out and put together, like you might notice half of a broken lamp, and then in another room you find the other half of the broken lamp, you put them together, you get a working lamp, that kind of thing. But it's essentially an I spy. Like, there's it's, tons uh, of stuff in these rooms. It's point and click. I think the I learned that the term for this was hidden object game. Okay, so like week. the uh, in the highlights magazines that we played. Right, right, <laughs> similar to that. But there's like <laughs> but, a whole group of these. It's it's right. a casual game that was uh, available. F- as it's a available only. for download only, but this is the actual game. Yeah, this is the retail version of it finally coming right. out. And it looks really fun. Like, it's got great graphics, and it, it looks fun. So it's $20. Right. It's I, the same I, to download would, it online. I would play this. If you if it played on your Mac. Right. Um, so moving on to on the DL, the downloadable games. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 3, The Ancient Ship of Doom. Yes, for the Wii this week, uh, the NES, the third uh, Ninja Gaiden game. Obviously, this one was a little bit harder than than one and two, which is saying something because those were kind of hard as well. Okay, um, I've beaten all three of these games though. This was the one where it starts off and it looks like Ryu kills Irene, his girlfriend, and it's this whole frame job from the evil mastermind guys, the okay, evil so... corporation, or whatever, who have made all of these clone type people. Okay, so the clone so, kills his girlfriend. Yeah, the clone of Ryu. And then the whole clone. rest of the game, Ryu yeah. tries to go the clone? Yes. The okay. main uh, differences in this one from the other two Ninja Gaiden games are instead of having to jump between, uh, like, you could hang on to the side of walls, okay. but you couldn't climb up them. Okay. You'd have to jump back and forth. In this one, you can actually climb up the walls, scale okay. stuff. And you're jumping, you could jump further uh, in this game, but it was a little bit goofy how it controlled. It wasn't as precise as the first two, which added up to it being a lot more difficult. Okay. Um, That is available on the Wii for $5. And also available on the Wii is Fantasy Star 2. A classic RPG turn-based series. Uh, It's, if you don't know what Fantasy Star is, it's set in uh, kind of this futuristic space environment. And I don't know, you you fight a lot of bugs. It's a good game. Like, all the enemies, like, in these futuristic space games, they seem to be these giant bugs. Right. There's always giant bugs in the future. (laughs) <laughs> in space like that's all that lives right. in space is giant bugs well who else is gonna live in space i don't get the fascination like why aren't there like more dinosaurs in space like why don't we go to the oh, dinosaurs gosh. are the past this is what they thought when they thought of dino crisis 3. bugs are the future no they made a horrible game about this forget i said the dinosaurs in the in space that's <laughs> dinosaurs in space equals bad bugs in space good <laughs> it's very simple right well they're trying to sell this for $8, which is an okay price for it, but this is also available on the Sega Genesis Collection. Have we previewed all the games that have been re-released on the Wii Virtual Console that are on the Sega Genesis no, Collection? Because I've definitely pointed that out to people a lot. Before. It just makes that compilation seem like such a great value. Because still up on that collection uh, are Fantasy Star 3 and 4. So you have two more Fantasy Stars right there, uh, which would add up to $24 if you yeah. bought those three Fantasy Stars. Yeah. And you're going to get the Sega Genesis collection for $20. Okay. Well, moving on to N+, which is the downloadable game for the 360 this week uh, for $10, which Fantasy Star 2, by the way, was $8. Um, the N+, is based on the game N, which was a freeware PC game with a tiny ninja. Um, there are updated graphics in the Xbox Live version. You get achievements, of course, online multiplayer, um, this year, later this year, they're going to come out with, uh, PSP and DS versions of N+, okay. which should be fun. It's supposed to be a good game. I've never played it, but I, apparently I could go I've download seen... N for freeware. Yeah, I've um, seen screenshots of it. I can never quite tell 
You he jump just around like a little and stick figure gold. guy, right? Or, well, kinda? yeah, kind of, but he's a ninja. And you collect gold pieces and you try and avoid the lasers and bombs and stuff that are trying to kill you. Okay, the graphics just look very minimalistic. Well, they'll be updated for the 360. Bottom line is play the demo because you can always play the demo on the 360. Sounds good. Um, So that's it. All right. That's officially all the things coming out this week. Some good, some bad, and some we didn't. Some fun house. Some so bad that we didn't really talk about them much. Um. So to wrap it up, as always, our show is sponsored this week by GoDaddy. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $6.95 a year. Some restrictions apply. See the site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. I will do that. I I told somebody I might be updating my uh, site on there anyways, the Shipwreck Gamer uh, oh. website, because my collection is really out of date. That's all that's really on there. Right, it's, it's your collection of stuff. Uh, of video games. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get on there and update that, but yeah, GoDaddy's great. Um, Dig. Dig us every week. We like our digs we're moving up mm-hmm. the uh, list of video game podcasts we appreciate those leave us reviews on itunes also mm-hmm. always appreciated um check us out in written form at cheap ass gamer and always listen to the CADcast, which is now a friday staple in- yes um so it's a good way to start your weekend you can email us with questions or comments at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com and definitely post feedback in the forums as well which you know we've been reading a lot of there's been a lot of good feedback there's been a lot of good game suggestions i am now going to have to play trace memory trace memory and hotel dusk and hotel dusk and you have to play uh, professor Professor layton it's yeah i'm getting backlogged touch detective two and a half you've got so many adventure games for the ds it's do yeah we need to go on a really long car trip you're gonna have to quit work and just play uh play games. games on the ds sweet well we hope you guys enjoyed the show this week and we'll see you next week see you later guys